Bruce Cassidy said the Golden Knights played a beer league game as turnovers plagued VGK in a 6-5 to overtime loss in New Jersey. Now the Golden Knights traveled to New York to meet the rejuvenated Islanders tonight. We'll talk about all this and much, much more. Disrespecting the beer league, bro. Right after this on Lockdown Golden Knights. Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Locked On Golden Knights. We are brought to you today by the Game Time app. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the promo code Locked On NHL for twenty dollars off of your next purchase. Wild affair at the Rock in New Jersey last night, Chris. The Devils went up 3-1. to one. VGK then comes back, scores four straight goals. They lead in the game 5-3. to three. Then Tyler uh, Toffoli scores that goal, uh, of course, uh, late in the second period. And the Devils tie the game up at 5 in the third. They force overtime. I felt that the Devils dominated pretty much in the overtime period. Jesper Bratt hits the crossbar and gets pipe uh, on the post there in the OT period, and then it's finally capped off another stinking turnover, this one by Brett Howden in the game, and Toffoli caps off his night and the hat trick. Uh, let's talk about turnovers first, and then the reaction post game by one Bruce Cassidy. Let's talk about <clears throat> Brett Howden for a second here. Um, admittedly, I watched a, the first period passively, didn't watch any of the second, watched the third pretty much in its entirety. So my initial reaction was, all right, they got a point, move on. But then when you watch the replays of the goals, when you listen to Cassidy, it's not that the Golden Knights got a point. They lost a point last night. And I think that's an important way to start as far as I'm concerned. Looking at the game summary right here, my first question is, and I know that there's injuries and limited options, but Brett Howden was already a minus four in this game. Jeez. At five on five play. <laughs> minus so four. What? Yeah, that's good. He's good minus stat. four. So he's <laughs> minus five now after the overtime. Whoa. Whoa. So why is Brett Howden on the ice in overtime? Like I said, I know options are limited, but in this spot, in this circumstance, I don't see how coach puts Howden on the ice. And yeah, I mean, the turnover, like you watch these goals, Nick Hague and White Cloud, I think we're both minus threes as well. Uh, White Cloud minus three, Hague minus two. So whatever. Paul Cotter and, and, and minus Bruce, uh, three. And Cassidy never really uh, goes out and blasts players by name, but he mentions Hague and Korzak and White Cloud. Yes. That was not his best game as a VGKer. No, I mean, it was the comment disrespectful to the game. I mean, this right. disrespectful to beer league. Man, don't be disrespectful. Yeah, no, I've ref better beer league games with less turnovers. Um, I mean, like Brett Howden, what's like 
I like like Alex Petrangelo is streaking down the boards, trying to be the one for a breakaway in overtime. I don't know if that's the best decision making. Um, Howden trying to hit him with a lame dunk, lame duck uh, stretch pass, not a good idea. Korzak gets outworked. White Cloud makes a bad pass up the boards. The centers aren't covering the other team's wingers and centers coming in. I mean, that's like Cassidy said. I mean, he hit the nail on the head. And poor Ashley Vice last night. Uh, Cassidy starts things off. Uh, well, you know, I forgot the exact wording, but where do you want to start? You know, or something it was like tough that. to digest. And, it was tough to digest. Right. Yeah, it's tough to digest. Where do you want to start? And Ashley's like, <laughs> uh, like I could hear in her voice. She's like, she oh, he rattled her a little run. bit. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, because he's always I'll, just even tempered, right? And I will give anyone action that. Sometime and then heck it off. I will give anyone he was just swaying, man. Next... I'm sorry, but he was just swaying, and that goes to show you that he's not happy. He needs yeah, help. No, I'll give anyone fat. action that um that Cassidy does give an apology to Ashley last night. He was a little rough on her, and yeah, I, I get it. it. Well, I get it wasn't it. I get her. It, but... it wasn't her. You know, no, 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 but she was no, but she was the one out she there. She was first. And... She let off. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to be in that leadoff position, you could come to expect that. And again, he just talked about not protecting the puck, and then. He does. He said the defensive core, not good for the game. And he went off on them. One area that was good, again, Jonathan Marchessault continues to take the lead, perhaps because he's getting more shots on net, becoming more of a leader. Five goals over the last four games and four straight games he has scored a goal. So Marchessault is playing well. His line's playing yeah, no, well. Yeah, is playing awesome. Pavel Dorofiev's playing great right now. Stevenson is coming alive right now. So there's certainly a lot to like on the on the offensive side of the blue line of the ice as of late. And, you know, it's, it's unfortunate for this team to lose a game in which they score this many goals, especially given the circumstances. So, I mean, it's just like it's hard for me to take this one direction or the other because it was just – a very, very bad game. And I think the one thing that I would like to hit on is Cassidy a little bit more here. So this is where Cassidy needs to be careful. I, I get Cassidy's post game, and I don't think it was the wrong post game. I want to be clear about that. We don't know what's going to happen tonight against the Islanders, right? Uh, Aiden Hill's supposed to come back, but I'm not locked in that's going to happen. We can talk about that later. Um, Golden Knights have they just played a very bad game. They don't have a practice. Let's just for a second assume the worst, and they do go out and you know lose this lose tonight's game five to two. What's he going to do? Is he going to do the same type of post game and start ripping these guys? Like, you know, at some point you got to walk that line. And I'm bringing this up because this is what made him, in my opinion, wear out his welcome in Boston. Too many press conferences like this, and Cassidy himself said in the off season when he took the position with the Golden Knights that. There were learning opportunities with, you know, the way he handled things through the media and stuff like that. And so it's it's tough. It's close. And the shelf life of an NHL coach is not that long, even with Stanley Cup wins and stuff like that. And I'm not saying Cassidy is leaving this team in a year. I'm not saying anything like that. But press conferences like this are what people go back to when they look at if the Golden Knights all of a sudden don't do well for a while, they're going to look back at this press conference on January 22nd and be like, whoa, okay, this is, you know. So bad spot for the team. Cassidy was not in bad form. I want to be clear. Cassidy gave the right press conference, and 
listen, we got the PG version. Just imagine how that locker room was after the game, if this is how Cassidy was with all the microphones in front of him. So the team knows it was bad, and the positive is they have a very quick turnaround. The negative is they have a very quick turnaround. And the positive for me was that was a fun game to watch, though, back and forth and up and down the ice. And you could tell he's really steamed when he just refers to LT as the goalie again. The goalie couldn't find the puck for a minute. He talked about that. Uh, Not a good night for Logan Thompson. Um, And but the defense just wasn't there. Like they were just it was so loose. There was so much open ice. The Golden Knights gave up five goals last week and gave up six goals last <laughs> night. So I to mean, the Devils, to the yeah, no, that goes. That's on everybody. Does it start with Logan Thompson? I don't think. It, I don't think that's where we start our our finger pointing. But reality is, uh, you know, we hear Cassidy make those comments about you need that one more. You need you just need that one more save sometimes. Well, Logan needed about three more saves last night, and the defense needed about four less turnovers. And you know, that's. I mean, it's going to happen. I mean. I guess the question I'll pose to you and everyone that does watch this podcast, would this have felt better if the Golden Knights had a, lost this game 2-1 to one in regulation and played really well? Would, would, would that feel better? And the answer is no, in my opinion. I mean, take the point. You need these points. These points do add up. And this point earned on January 22nd could factor in first, second, third, or fourth place in the Pacific division. And also obviously in the Metro division for the Islanders, the extra point they got. So listen, the glass is half empty. Let's be clear about this, but I'll still take a point versus us talking about a great effort wasted by Logan Thompson. And they ran into a hot goalie. Like this is better than all that nonsense. Let's be fair about this. Uh, Vitek Vanacek also living up to his form and his pre-billing. We said this would be an over save percentage coming in or something. Yeah, but I think he's going to move up because he was he's got to be last in the league now in high danger chances because he was sixty third. He's got to be sixty fourth by now. It's such a such a bad game, and VGK. I think, but again, Cassidy. He's a really good motivator, I feel. He's a good coach in-game that makes adjustments, but his defense really let him down last night. And I think at the start of this road trip, this is crucial going into the All-Star break, he doesn't want his team to let down. And I think that, again, I think the timing was good that he just blasts the team because now they have to come back and focus against the team tonight in the Islanders which could be a difficult contest for the VGK. And coming up next, VGK does indeed travel to Elmont, New York. They're not going to go to the Belmont racetrack. It's closed as they'll face the Islanders tonight, a different team than when they first faced them back on January the 9th. We'll get to all that when we return right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. Game time has deals on tickets right up until the start of the event, and it even has a lot of tickets an hour after the game starts. It's the place to find last-minute seats. That's right. You could find exclusive flash deals, sponsor deals on tickets for the NHL, football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, and much, much more. With zone deals, you pick the section, and game time will pick the seats. 
and that's an average of 18% savings. And the game time guarantee, that means that you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section uh, for less, then game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So download the game time app today and use the promo code LOCKDOWNNHL for $20 off on your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and use the redeem code LOCKDOWN and make sure that you get to the app and you'll get $20 off of your first purchase. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Welcome back. Lockdown Golden Knights, Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. We appreciate you making us your first listen each and every day. I spent uh, a lot of yesterday, Chris, over at the Dollar Loan Center, home of the Silver Knights, but now also home <laughs> of the Thrill. That was, was the McDonald's logo? Oh. Yeah, there we go. Of the Vegas Thrill volleyball team, open house tonight going on over there, 530 to 7.30, free. Come on down. You going to be okay, there for that? So, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah, I'll have a Thrill shirt on too. So, uh, And after, the, it's a practice session. Mercedes from 94 runs going to try out for the team. It's a little stunt right there. And then afterwards, you get to get signed posters by all of the professional volleyball players. It's really cool. Before we dig in, I want to just push back a tiny bit. I don't know if I look at Cassidy as a motivator. And I, I don't mean that. To push a... back on, I thought you were going to push back on volleyball. I was like, what's oh, going yeah, on with no, this? I love cat? volleyball. I played this volleyball growing up. Volleyball this isn't awesome. Sunday. Sundays, you could do that. Okay. But, okay, so Cassidy, <laughs> no, um, motivator. Cassidy, not like, a motivator. I look at him more as strategic, in-game adjustments, analytical, like like Rod Brindamore, that's a motivator, right? Brindamore is going to focus more on, you know, getting the players to believe they can run through a wall to get players to maybe exceed their expectations, where Cassidy is – kind of bottling up or using everyone's skill sets to make them the best version of themselves. There we go. There we go. A little, little different. And it's not a knock on Cassidy when I say that. Like, Cassidy isn't that win one for the Gipper, rah, rah, rah type of guy. That's all I'm trying to say. That's it. That's all I got there. No, it's okay. Valid point. Uh, so since VGK killed yet another NHL coach, or at least contributed to his demise, Lane Lambert... <laughs> Was that oh, last no. year they were doing that a ton? We, we, they I remember, did, I remember I, talking about this. Twice this year, too. <laughs> Didn't they kill two coaches already uh, before that? Um, so Lane Lambert fired last week, former NHL great goaltender and experienced head coach Patrick Waugh, uh, the former Jack Adams award winner when he was in Colorado, hired as the head coach now. For the Isles, and Waugh, in fact, did coach Jonathan Marcheseau in the juniors. So, Marcia, so I heard on the radio because I was back and forth and watching TV and listening. Uh, and he had, I guess, at practice yesterday, Marcia, so was helping to break down a lot of the tendencies and what to look for. So, that's pretty interesting uh, for Patrick Waugh. The Islanders had dropped six of seven, starting with the Golden Knights loss. The Islanders were loose defensively like VGK was last night take the over again and uh Wa will bring some structure to this club uh Sunday the Islanders topping Dallas in overtime as Bo Horvat scored 41 seconds into overtime uh, a little note here on Ilya Sorokin he has faced he's this year's John Gibson 
Chris. He's uh, faced more than 40 shots the most on net in the NHL. And I think he faced like 46 in the game and the win the other night. But a lot of shots on net. And I think that that's what Patrick Roy will try to clean up for the Islanders. Yeah, Gibson, I think, was like facing nearly 40 shots a game. Just some stupid, ridiculous number <laughs> last season. Let's see, 1174 divided by 34. He's facing 34.5 shots a game right now, Sorokin is. So, yeah, I mean, shoot early, shoot often. He's got a 9-1-0 save percentage, which isn't terrible considering mm. all of those shots. So that tells me the Islanders structurally do not play good defense, no different than what they the Golden Knights just faced in the Devils. Do the Islanders have the same scoring punch? I don't know. Um, Patrick Waugh, just some interesting nuggets there. I mean, he had a really good first season with the Avalanche coaching, won the Jack Adams, and then it just goes to the not, – not the clapper, but the, the crapper for a couple of seasons, and <laughs> he's out. There you go. But my, my, my best Patrick Waugh coaching moment was a him and Bruce Boudreaux uh, – when they were across the benches from one another and Patrick Waugh just flipped uh, just flipped out and he's literally pushing the partition down. Like that partition between the, the two benches, at least at that time, wasn't meant to have any pressure on it. So he's pushing on it and it's like falling on, on Boudreaux. The other team is pushing it back. And yeah, and then the other thing, um, my favorite league in the world, the QMJHL, Quebec the Q. Major Junior Hockey League, Patrick Waugh won the championship there last year. So, you know, there you go. I mean, Patrick Waugh, he had his, had his cup of coffee in the NHL, probably realized he wasn't necessarily ready, goes back down for a little bit, comes back up. So we'll see what Patrick Waugh has learned. Um, as far as thinking about this game, I mean, Aiden Hill, let's start there. Or maybe we'll we'll, we'll, we'll shift to there is a better way to say it. Um this Aiden Hill situation, there's there's just this is strange. Medically cleared, can't play, and all of a sudden doesn't do anything for weeks. And did he did Coach Cassidy mention either in the pre or post? I didn't catch this, but did Cassidy mention again Hill still needs to be medically cleared? Did I hear that <laughs> yesterday appropriately <laughs> I, or no? I'm I, I, I don't know if I heard that someone yeah. put that out there in social, one of the one huh. of the one of the groups, but I don't recall who and I don't recall hearing it. So I, I didn't I what is going on with Aiden Hill? I don't recall hearing it, but he was less than 100% confirmed for this game tonight. So he said, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, you I'm know, he can go. I think I'm, I'm thinking he's going to start. What? There is frustration there. I don't care who says what. I don't care what people are reading between the lines, but there's frustration right there. And now, to be fair, is the frustration because Aiden Hill is so close to coming back? Mm-hmm. Is the frustration because Aiden Hill is this is this is where my frustration would come. If I'm coaching this team, if the medical team says good to go and he can't go, this is frustration. And it doesn't mean I'm frustrated with Aiden Hill. It means what is happening? Why is the medical team saying this? Why is Aiden Hill saying this? Why are people not on the same page? And I know there's all these machines people people can hook up to your body and tell you all these crazy things about it. And I also know there's just things I'm feeling that a machine isn't going to find. I get it. I understand all of that. But there's a disconnect somewhere, and I can understand why it's making Cassidy, you know, a little concerned. And to be completely fair. You know, Carp was the one who got got who who got Cassidy going a little bit on this last night, but Cassidy wasn't necessarily in the best place to give a clear and transparent perspective while 
keeping nice and calm about uh, his feelings about Aiden Hill going last night. So maybe it was the perfect question at the perfect time, I guess. So fortunately, we won't, we won't have an idea what's happening until about 3.15 to 3.30 local Vegas time. If Hill does go, great. Team needs him. Be good to see him. But is there a path where if it if, if Aiden doesn't go tonight, there's two questions. One, will Aiden even go before the All-Star game? My guess is no, if he doesn't go tonight. And then number two, are they really going to roll Thompson up back out there tonight after giving up six? I don't think yeah, so. I don't go think get so, no. Isaiah Seville. I mean, why is Phil not even backing call. up in last night's game, Tony? Like these are Phil or Seville exactly? Why was Seville like, why not the giving backup? the warm up? So that's the thing. So so he's not even going to face. Okay, so the Golden Knights last practice, they had a pregame skate Saturday morning, which is when Aiden Hill was on the ice. Sunday they travel. They have a game yesterday, but Seville's the backup. There's no pregame skate. So unless Hill got work on work on the side, which he may have, we won't know that. I don't I well, we have a ton of local media there, so it wasn't reported. So I'm guessing Aiden Hill didn't get any work in. Do you think the goal lights are really gonna roll Aiden Hill out without touching the ice since Saturday? That's really interesting. I say no. I that's say no. A, that's a good point. And maybe we'll see the debut of Seville in the game tonight. And goaltending for the Islanders. Uh, we talked about Sorokin. It was 43 shots he faced against Dallas the other day, but he does lead the league in most games where he's faced 40 or more shots on net. Um, they have, uh, of course, Verlamov. He's still out, and so they need two goaltenders. They're sort of in the same situation where Sorokin, I think, is a little bit worn out, but this is an Islander team, too, that we pointed out before they played against the VGK back on January the 9th, Chris, that has blown a lot of leads. And I think, again, structurally, they need to be more sound because there was nothing sound about this team. Uh, they're nine points behind the Rangers uh, in the Metro Division, and they're, I think, right on the cusp there at the wild card uh, situation. I think uh, the cutoff, uh, I think it's 51 points. I also wanted to point out uh, that the Islanders, the most overtime losses in the league, 11. So if it yeah, comes no, down I to see wire, that. that's, isn't that pretty interesting? It's glaring. I mean, it's half full. They're, that's 11 points that they maybe they didn't have. That's 11 points that they left on the table. And, you know, this Metro is crazy, right? 60 points for the Rangers at the top. Pittsburgh Penguins at 48 points in seventh place. So they're only 12 points out. And the Pittsburgh Penguins, oh, my goodness. The Arizona Coyotes <laughs> score a power play goal without the Pittsburgh, without touching the puck because Chris Letang makes a pass to Malkin, who is just not paying attention. And then, oh, my goodness. So just to set the scene really fast, I know we got to move to the next segment. Here we're going a little bit long. But to set the scene really quickly here, Arizona's on the power play. Arizona commits a penalty. Pittsburgh takes the puck all the way back so they can get their fifth skater on the ice. Chris Letang is going inside the defensive zone, does a no-look drop pass right to Evgeny Malkin, who's not expecting the pass. Letang's pass isn't good. It goes off Malkin's backhand and right into the net with the goalie pulled because they had an extra attacker on the ice. And the reason I love talking about this is this is one of the strangest situations in, in the National Hockey League. It's happened before, not often, but let's just get crazy for a second here. Let's just say the Pittsburgh Penguins would have taken a shot while they had the extra attacker on the ice, right? It hits the goalie, so goalie makes a save. Pittsburgh, for whatever reason, recoils, 
all the way back and they start the breakouts. The goalie could actually get credited for the goal in that circumstance because it's the last player that touches the puck for the other team. Oh. That's like that's like um, right up there with cool. me on wanting to see with a goalie goal, a goalie fight, or an e-bug. So we had a yeah. ECHL fight with goaltenders the other no, night. The Ghost Pirates. Savannah. The Ghost Pirates. So that was a good. That was a good fight too. It was a good little scrap. It was a good little scrap. It's it's good for the game. Aiden Hill, don't get in a fight your first game back. No. Uh, his first game back when Could you after imagine Cassidy after the All-Star game break? In, in April? Yeah. Can you imagine Cassidy post game if Aiden Hill were to get in a fight tonight if he plays? That would be terrific. Coming up next, we've got our locks and predictions coming up all ahead right here on this edition of Locked On Golden Knights. Regardless of where the Vegas Golden Knights are at in the current standings, they're in second place. They trail by eight now behind the Canucks. We want to remind you that you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper. It's the official Daily Fantasy app of Lockdown NHL's network. And Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy sports and especially Daily Fantasy Hockey because with Sleeper, you can definitely cash in 100 times your uh, initial wager there and it's really fun to play fans can also play daily fantasy nfl nba mlb college football and more on sleeper and you also can connect with other fans and uh, some of the studs that you have to take a look at well talk about a player being on a heater right now of course jonathan marsh is so four games in a row started with that empty netter all good things start begin with empty netters um of course, that's a William Carlson shout-out. Nikita Kucherov is still hot. Nathan McKinnon, probably the MVP at this point. He is still hot. Of course, uh, Logan Thompson was the third star of the week. It goes out, proceeds to give up six goals. Okay, in any event, <laughs> we're going to talk about sleeper and, of course, projections for things like goals, assists, and saves, plus, minus, much, much more in a given game. You heard us, VGK fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use the promo code LOCKDOWNNHL and you will get up to $100 match in your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKDOWNNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use. Welcome back. Lockdown Golden Knights, Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. We appreciate you making us your first listen each and every day. And make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, Locked On Golden Knights. That's where you can find on Saturday mornings the YouTube exclusive, Chris and Chris. Little Chris goes between the legs in slow-mo. That kid's grown up right before our very eyes, though. I'm like, holy smokes, he's, like, gotten taller. He looks like a different guy. Yeah. He's really, I'm trying to get him in here, but I don't know if he's ignoring me or what. But he's he's growing. <laughs> his game is growing. Like, his... His hockey IQ is off the charts for that age, which obviously he watches a lot of hockey. That's, you know, and yeah. as his skating and skill catches up to him, it's going to be fun to watch. And now he's getting the creativity down. He's getting some swagger. And uh, Tony's alluding to uh, my little man in practice yesterday, pulling off the William Carlson, shooting the puck between his legs and uh, scoring on our on our goalie. And it was it was it was a fun time last night. It was it was a, just a practice, but it was fun. And don't forget, uh, on Fridays, we've got WTF with the Friday. Hey, what's the status more importantly than Aiden Hill? When is this Bjornfoot guy getting back in the lineup? 
that it's very suspicious that they're holding him out. Day very to day suspicious. returning in April. <laughs> Locks and predictions. Uh, okay, I'll go first here. You're not going to believe this, but I'm going to go because of the sluggishness, I think, of VGK primarily. I think that they're going to very much start forechecking. I put up the stats from last night's game. 11 to 10 hits. Devils. 11 to 10. They didn't want to touch each other. Think about that. There was 21 hits in last night's game. That was it. Yes. 11 to 10 in favor of the Devils. I put up that chart on our Locked On VGK Twitter. I was kind of surprised, right? I have it here. Yeah, it's. There, yeah, that's rigged. It's so rigged that they didn't even hit each other. And and what to what player <laughs> who had, had the, the most hits? hits? Who? Brendan Brisson. He had two. <laughs> two hits. Tied, for tied with Zach Whitecloud. Yeah. So I'm talking about a very. Oh no! Soft I'm sorry. Marchesso had three. Marchesso had three. I missed that. Okay, but still. Wow. So yeah. So that was something that really stood out in the game. Uh, tonight, we'll see the four check back. We'll see the defense play better. However, I'm going to go with a team that has a lot of emotion right now. And Patrick Waugh wants to win this game, I'll tell you, um, and get revenge uh, for being Coach Killers. I'm going to go three to two Islanders. I'm going to go Waugh. And I think Marcheseau scores again. I do. I think uh, it'll be Waugh and Marcheseau. And oh, by the way, yesterday. Um, it was announced that since the VGK's Jack Eichel is on the injured list, no all-star replacement for the Golden Knights. So no guilty game goals, nothing, nothing out of VGK. Is Pete DeBoer? No, he's not. I want I wanted him to get hung over again and admit to it. Coaching. Correction. I was looking at the wrong column. Uh Brisson no hits last night. My bad. Which still only had him three hits behind the leader, leader to be fair. But I was looking at the wrong. But Marsh is so three hits. Is it? Yeah, doesn't Marshall's that just hits. really jump out at you? Because I was really shocked to see that number. Because all the VGK kept talking about was how fast the Devils were. Well, you need to try to slow them down. Yeah, I'd be as pissed off as Cassidy was after that game. And the defense is healthy right now. At least healthy-ish compared to everything else. So that's... I get it. I get Cassidy going back to that. And, uh, you know, let's just move it on. I'm with you. Before and, you well, any, again real here. quickly, any lineup yeah. changes tonight? Any lineup changes? No, you know, unless it's health related, but I don't think so. I mean, what are they going to, they going to scratch Howden for, for like, what are they, they going to do? What are they going to do? Minus five. Oh my good. Well, he needs to make a statement of some sort. I don't know who else they could plug in. Sure. And I mean, defensively, you. you know, same thing. Okay. Go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good, dude. You're good. So, one thing I did like about Coach's press conference was he mentioned Barbashev had a rough turnover, and then the, that line went out there and played really well the rest of the game. So got redemption, and that was one of the bright spots of Cassidy's presser last night. So in the spirit of that, let's go with Houghton, right? Let's go with Houghton and have a bounce-back game. Maybe only be minus three today. He might think it's the Rangers. Sorry. He's minus three. <laughs> he might, he might think sorry. it's the uh, – I'm sorry, that wasn't nice. the Rangers. If, if he knows – if he thinks he's in New York at the Garden – then he's definitely going to score a goal because he always yes, has yes, revenge strength. game. I'm sure he revenge so, game. He was so unjustly okay. outed. All right. So what um, was your score in this pond hockey game? Give me Howden. Give me Pavel Dorofiev. I just love watching Pavel Dorofiev grow right now. And I, I only thing I wish for Dorofiev's sake, he could have been around since the start of the season, but 
when the team was healthy, it was hard for him to draw in. So Dorfiev, Howden in a bounce back game, but I'm going six, five Islanders. I don't see a lot changing tonight. I really don't. Um, I mean, I, I want to think a lot's going to change, but it's just so tough in the back to back on the road, time change, no practice, tired legs. I mean, we can go on and on. The Islanders last played, blah, blah, blah. Dallas, uh, two nights ago. Dallas on the 21st. So they're at home. They're waiting for the Golden Knights. I don't, I think the Golden Knights will score just fine. I'm, I'm just, it's going to be weird. And I mean, listen, if it's Logan Thompson, how do you feel after last night's game? Okay, fine. Mm -mm. And to be fair, Logan Thompson has played back-to-back games this year. The goalie. The goalie, goalie, yes. You can tell he's mad when he just calls him the goalie. The goalie, not our goalie, the goalie. It was the Kings game, right, where the goal, I think the goalie went to Anaheim. I mean, okay, so here, let's just hear hear me out. Logan struggles against Anaheim, has the home game against L.A., and just has a great bounce-back game. So maybe that happens tonight. Isaiah Seville might make his debut. Okay, ECHL goalie. I mean, maybe he'll be great. Maybe he won't be great. We don't know. We know Cassie doesn't want to play anyone besides Logan or Aiden Hill in that net. Aiden Hill supposed to make the start. I am my second lock of the night is Aiden Hill does not see the ice tonight. Wow. It's incredible, too. I'm not buying it. I'm saying it. I'm not buying it. There's something up. (laughs) LT could not live up to his press clippings where he went three and oh for the week 1.34 goals against 956 save percentage and it all comes to a crashing halt he'll get no stars next week none it's all fair that's fair it's fair he okay he gets most he got a lot of credit last week and last night he had a bad game so he gets it we appreciate everyone tuning in especially our everydayers thank you so much that was fun it's always fun. fun come on bro I even we got acknowledged by night. the boss and the, and the panel. There's a panel that was like, yeah, we were the job. last team acknowledged. I don't think it was even even an alphabetical order too. It was Vegas. It, it was Vegas. It was supposed to. <laughs> oh, Vegas. Okay, the V. Alpha. We're going by the V, not yeah, the yeah. G. Okay. Alphabetical. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Thank you so much. And oh, again, sidetrack uh, Sunday. Tomorrow we'll have a recap of these uh, the Islander game. Of course, I love it. Four thirty again will be the faceoff time from a man, Chris Collick. I'm Tony Cardasco from Las Vegas. More shenanigans tomorrow right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Take 1,000, 1,002. Care.